1: And yet, another episode of it has arrived. I can hear it now. The young ones running to the door, shouting, Father, Mother, the podcast is here. The weary heads of family laying their tools down in the fields and returning home. Everyone finding their familiar place by the fire. Do you think Arnie will finally make it home? A little one will ask. And a wise old grandparent will say, Are we listening to the same podcast? You think they're going to start paying off some long game story arc now? And the mother will whisper, Watch yourself. Old man, I could disappear you with a phone call. And in that icy silence, the whole family will lean closer and enjoy the show.
2: From the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie NeCamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. Six years and a month or so, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King. Through the dimensional rift, and I used that to upload a podcast chronicling our quest to defeat the Dark Lord. Although currently we're a little more invested in the politics of the Northeast, specifically Northeastia, the you know, the court of the Bellaroths. We're trying to help Prince Tom Blaine Bellaroth become king. We have lost track of him a little bit, uh, so we're trying to. You lost track of him. I look, yes, I did accidentally watch him being kidnapped. And when I tried to wave my fist at them, I my thumb slipped out, so it looked like I was aggressively giving a thumbs up. Huh, I've never heard the phrase, wave my fist. You've never heard that phrase? No, I've heard wave my hand and punch with my fist, but wave my fist, That's. I feel like that's uh, setting mixed signals. Well, with a thumb, definitely, but you wave your fist like, a, ooh, I'm going to get you. That was a shake. Seems like more a shake, yeah. That was exactly. a shake, my man. But what if I do it like this? That's a malt. That's a, okay. Uh, what if I kind of like do this? Sort of like. Uh, oh, this is a great oh, podcast. Arnie, How never do you? that motion in Foon. Never. How dare you. Oh, what does that mean?
0: It's the most offensive hand gesture that you can make to anyone in Foon. It says, I want to fornicate with your mother and I killed your father.
2: Okay. But here's the thing. I feel like there have been at least a handful of times on this podcast where someone is essentially killed. Actively claimed that, like said, they wouldn't yeah, do that. But they sort didn't of thing. make that yeah. hand signal, did they? It ain't okay. bragging if you done it. I suppose that's true. Good point. Uh, oh, looks like the line is moving up, uh, uh, listeners. We, uh, in our attempt to find Tom Blaine Belaroth, we're like, hey, he's close with that acting troupe, the Cockticklers. Maybe we'll go see their show and um, see if they know anything about where he's been. I hope it's okay if I bring animals inside. It's so wild and fun to have. Both scoop Booby the dog and Seance the Cat. I feel like I have my own little cavalcade. You're collecting a lot of pets. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little parade of animals. Do you feel like it's because you're getting older? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I'm getting sadder and it's just like I just want to surround myself with things that can't talk but I but probably love me, or like mm-hmm. I project onto them that they love me, even though when I go to pet them they might, you know, turn away or hiss. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just comforting, you know.
3: It's just yeah. comforting.
2: I have noticed, Junt, you started dressing up Seance the cat and Scoop Poopy. Scoop Booby? Scoop, <coughs> Scoop booby. booby. Scoop <coughs> Poopy is the stupidest name I've ever heard. Scoop Booby, the <coughs> puppy, in the same outfit as you. Like, you're all wearing matching outfits right now. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I noticed that too. That's why I was going to ask uh, Have you, the three
2: of you, thought about uh, solving a crime? Well, we thought about it, but here's the thing. Our matching outfit, as you can all see, is just the collar of a shirt with no shirt and then a tie hanging off of that collar. Now, what store sells these? I couldn't possibly tell you. I got drunk and I woke up and I had three of them. So I put one on my dog, one on my cat, and one on myself. Mm-hmm. I think we look dashing and handsome. And if a crime were to arise during the Cocktailers show, I mean, let's just say we're prepared. Oh, Wow. And well, Scoop Booby, uh, I know Scoop uh, Booby catches a lot of flack because he's skittish and sheepish, but when the time mm-hmm. comes, he's brave. Wow. Well, sometimes if you motivate him with the Scoop Booby snack, what's that now? I don't know. Oh, look! Uh, looks like they're letting people into the theater. Oh, I'm so excited! I don't think I've seen a play in a long Arnie, time. Arnie, Arnie, don't embarrass yourself. It's a theater. Oh, a theater? Yes. What? What's the difference? A theater is a place you'd go to. Watch an aunt be killed uh, or an uncle. A mm-hmm. theater is where you go to see the arts be killed. Well, yes, or be brought alive. Both of you, stop embarrassing me. Uh, do you think it's all right that I'm recording this? No, of
0: course not. So don't say anything about it.
2: Hide the microphone under your shirt. Okay, this is going to sound bad. I'm just going to point it straight up. They won't know. Look, the people in this world are stupid. They don't know what a microphone is. How
0: dare you? The people of this world are quite intelligent, far more intelligent than the people on your world that watch
2: the American Idol. Hey, stranger, sitting next to me on this side, what is this stick I'm holding, if you had to guess?
0: I'd say that's a magic wand.
2: Yeah, you're right. See these fucking idiots?
0: All right. Well, fine. It does look a little bit like a magic wand. I can give him that one.
3: Oh, it looks like the show is starting
4: wind and rain wind and rain descending from the clouds I the cloud am and now I give o'er the sky to the sunlight you see before you theater patrons here on, on verdant boards you see before you a field rolling teemed with sheep and there a lonely shepherd lives, a shepherd who will outgrow his station on this day. And now let the cloud suck its rain back into its desiccated body, revealing the sun and below it this sun of men. Here, I forgot to pass out our wrapped candy.
2: Here oh, guys, I'm so, that, I think that's Winky Silks. We met him once. I get so much more invested in theater if I've met someone on the stage, even if it's like briefly.
5: Shh. Okay. Hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. my Nimbus friend. Ooh, and that's Michael Gunch. As you, my cloudy Oa Laura, departs from the sky, unweeping the teary drops that have fallen from your puffy sides, in imitation of these tears which fall from out my shepherd's lids. Oh, I weep for the lowness of my station. Was not a man born for greater things than to drag these sheep from pasture to pasture? You and sheep, wool and shearing, these are the compass of my days. <sighs> And yet, what is it that can draw forth the heart from out a man as water from the puddle, uh, drawn through some mysterious action, evaporating from a puddle to the sun, if not love, which is like a sun which draws forth the water of the heart, which is blood?
4: Well taught, shepherd, and now I must be burned away, ne'er to be seen again, but know this, clouds are harbingers of drama, and as I dissipate into atmospheric nothingness, I make this pledge to you, Jacob the Shepherd, that on this night you will be visited by two guests. The first will be an angel, the second one won't. And now, oh, through painful dissipation, the cloud
5: goes away. O prophetic mist that now disappears from out the welkin where once it spake. But I know it is a cloud, for it felt pain as it disappears, as all do know the clouds do feel. Tongue of angel, tongue of angel
6: speaks now, and yet speaks from the mouth of one so lowly. I, covered in the wools and cloven with the hooves, for trod upon the ground. Would you chance to see an angel here
5: if you were to look low? Ooh, and that's... I don't, I don't know. I don't know who that sheep is. What is this voice that comes from out my flock? From out the mouth of this most tender sheep does come the fluid tones of some angelic voice.
6: But I'm not an angel. N- not this one, <laughs>
4: but... Core. Blimey!
2: Oh,
1: that's what we're here for.
4: I am an angel. I am Tezazel, angel of the Ninth Realm. Yes, banished from the heaven, welcomed back, then banished again, welcomed back, and
5: then given the freedom to go between worlds. Oh, sublime mix of horror and ecstasy. Six wings clad in as many eyes. A tessellating form of feathers and ocular orify. I vomit brimstone and
4: know all that lies behind men's hearts. You, shepherd, speak to a magic sheep, one that is not what it seems.
5: What? This... Youthful sheep barely risen out of lambhood?
1: But...
5: A
2: magic sheep? You know, I get intimidated about going to the theater, but this is just like Air Bud. Arnie, did you notice they're speaking in I am sick pentameter? What's that? It's when you're so involved in the role that you start to go a little crazy and you only speak in the most flourished language. Oh, it looks like that dramatic pause is almost over. They're really staring each other down. Classic to Zazel.
6: But if you are not sheep like me, then how come you walk among my flock?
5: By my birth, I was given charge of this woolly group, and I thought that you were merely one of its many members until this angel prophesied that you were something more. Indeed. Have you a more specific message for me, or is the power of communication the sum total of the magic you possess?
6: Nay, I bring forth a message for thee. Shut up, I want to hear this. Yonder, in a glade, you shall find your destiny.
5: (gasps) A glady destiny in some... Flat expanse of grass, there awaits some greater future for me. Lowly shepherd shall rise to greater station, and I shall undertake this glorious mission after we take our first intermission. Oh, oh shit. Whoa, wow. Thank you,
0: thank you, thank you, thank you. Excellent, excellent Show, Amazing, uh, well done,
5: bravo, bravo Second act, second act well, We of course will undertake um, the second act of our play But as this is a show of the Cockticklers We shall of course indulge in our tradition of the mid-show talkback uh, Now that we've been through the first act Now's the time when we'd just like to get the cast out here with some bottles of water and, Oh, we going to get the cast back? Oh,
2: good for you Arnie, start talking back It's the mid-show talkback. Don't speak to the gunch
5: that way. Anyone wants to unpack the themes, uh, talk about some of our choices, uh, some of the writing for this is an original production. Uh, Now is the time before we get back into the second of five acts.
2: Oh, I really want to ask a question, but uh, all I can think of are comments about myself and my own experience.
5: Anyone?
4: (laughs) Anyone at all. We're happy to answer anything. Oh, oh, uh, Um, Oh, oh,
2: oh, oh,
4: oh, oh. Yes, yes. Uh, You down front, the 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 runty one. Oh,
2: uh, that's That's you. Of course. Um, Hello, my name is Chunt. Um, I'm a um, fourteenth time theater goer. Um, I am a shapeshifter. I have, of course, here my dog Scoop Booby, and I have a (coughs) cat uh, Seance. We're all wearing the same collar with the tie. You know, I always interpret theater in a different way. Um, I've written some plays myself. Um, and I can pass those out if you want to see those. I guess my question. I guess my question is, how how well is how well am I doing? Wow, that is a front-loaded question, and the question part
4: really barely got out there. Pretty thin, thin gruel. <laughs> you, you say that you're a, a, a playwright. I mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. the resident playwright of the cock ticklers and have been writing professionally for my entire adult life and most of my juvenile life. Mm, mm-hmm. I guess I, I would reply to your question with a question, and my question in, in the spirit of yours would be uh-huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Again, my name is Chunt. Uh, thank you so much.
5: Oh, 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 oh. Yes, yes, right there. In, in the middle, in, in blue. The one that looks like a diminutive azure sack.
2: Uh,
0: yes, uh, I have a question about Uh, uh I wanted to know, uh, if you have six eyes and six wings, uh, is it consistent uh, from performance to performance uh, how you uh, portray a uh, scene, uh, what is happening around you, or do you uh, take in information in a different way through your various eyes? Thank you so much, Yusidor uh, bl- Blue.
4: Yusador Blue?
0: Yeah, a wizard of the twelfth realm of Do you Dimitri, oh, and no, 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 is, f-
4: these, is f- f- these are names. Familiar, are they not, Michael?
5: Yes, indeed. Mr. Uh, yes, Mr. I, actually,
0: we've met before. I, I, I remember you both quite well. You're, you're two of my favorite actors, and this, this third thespian who's joined you is also quite amazing. Uh, He's very okay. talented.
4: Oh, yes, the third.
0: Oh, the yes. The
4: third. He shall remain
5: quiet unless forced to speak. But no. Yes, he sh- should remain mum and buttoned well into his sheep suit.
0: Uh, yes, remember you had worked on a, a triplic of uh, uh, plays about uh, uh, my very friends here, both Arnold and Chant.
2: and uh, had. Uh, it's Arnie. I'm Arnie. I hate to make it about myself, but you were writing some plays about me.
5: Arnie Necamps. <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, How could we forget our hit trilogy of plays based upon your life and doings? They were hits? I'm so sorry to everyone else in the audience.
0: But you'll have to shut the fuck up for a moment, because we're talking to our friends.
2: I'm sorry, audience. Like, we've met them, so we're kind of, like, connected to the performers, so we're just This is most up. of
4: how, what an actor's life is like. Don't worry, you're falling right into place. We like to talk about ourselves at length and, and our former stories. Yes, your trilogy, Knee Camp, was, was, was gold in our pockets. And then I made the unfortunate decision to, to write a prequel trilogy, which... Uh, oh, yes. yeah. We, we, we included characters of grating annoyance.
5: It has its defenders now. Now people are starting to rehabilitate the, the prequels and see value in them that uh, was not recognized at the time.
2: I have to imagine they were called Arnie Precamp. Yes,
0: and I'm sure in those prequel plays that you delved into the character of the Azure Sack and could learn more about <laughs> his motivations and what make him such a fascinating <laughs> and important part of the story.
4: Oh. Yes, the sack was brought in, in the, uh, during the fandom of the first prequel, and uh, I have to say he, there was a, a distinct turn in, in everything. The audiences stopped coming immediately. Wow. Yes, and after that, we, we, we erased him from existence.
5: Oh. He has been Aww. purged from the dramatis personae of all future plays. He made a small appearance in a, in a senate scene in the third one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all further depictions of the Arnie Niekamp theatrical universe will not pay any homage to the character of Usidor the Azure Sack.
2: Well, how about if you, if you do someday do a sequel trilogy, like continuing the story, do you feel like he could at least show up in the third one as a villain?
4: The twisted tree of IP that has that now become the, uh, the knee camp saga. I can't imagine myself
5: writing a third. The intellectual property warlocks that we have to to get together, to manage and and knit together the warp Mm -hmm. and woof of magic, to hold together the universe that we have created with the tenuous threads of of magical intellectual property, can only bear so much strain. But we'll make a few more lateral moves in the the universe.
0: I'm sure there's some magical kingdom that will snap up the property eventually.
5: Oh, yes,
4: in- in- indeed. But uh, it feels like ancient history, as does the meeting of you. What did you guys think of Jacob the, the Weepy Shepherd? Oh, I,
0: I was enthralled from uh, moment one, uh, seeing Michael Gunch on stage again. And, Winky Silks, uh, your writing is so uh, inspiring and terrifying. I feel like a full gamut of emotions uh, as I sit here for but a few minutes for the first act only. Where could it
4: go after this? Oh, Tom's not just a sheep. Oh, I mean, this guy is um, not just a sheep. Yes. What? Yes, he's, he's a portent of things to come, but, but I can't give too much about, about that. The, the audience is here for four more acts.
2: Oh, the ushers are, are blinking the torches. I don't know how they're doing that, but it looks, like, it looks like it's time for act two.
0: They just wave their hand in front of it. Yes, yeah. uh, up and down. A hand.
2: That's true. I have no object permanence.
5: Yes, the simplest pyromancy of all, a gentle wave. They're malting in front of the torches. Well, if that's all the talk we have, I suppose um, we'll turn these chairs back around and. uh,
2: Those are the same chairs?
5: (sighs) Get on. Theater. To act two.
2: Arnie, what are you talking about? You mean theater? Theater.
5: Yes, there will be no uncles or aunts slain upon this stage. Oh, will there? Darkness falls upon the glade. Footsteps
6: through the wood. Led by me, I am you. Not you, but you. And here I bring Jacob forth towards his destiny. Should I tell him the secret that weighs heavy in my heart? Or will he find who I really am? This is where Act Two begins. And now
4: we go there core Blimey! I love it. I'm but a maiden in the glade, here milking this pig. What beauty? What is this? A man approaches. Uh, with a sheep? Ooh, I'll gussy myself up. <laughs> he is a commoner like myself. But not like a commoner does
6: she appear. For now, letting her locks down... Radiant she is seen from the eye of Jacob, the eye that's right here.
5: Sheep is pointing at my face and now towards what vision is here? Oh, what angelic swineherdess is this? With tresses unfurled, my heart clamors at the cage of my ribs is this the portent foretold by the horrific angel who prophesied to me this morn only speech will plumb the depths of mystery and so i call out hark maiden if my interruption is unwanted i will depart this glen and leave you to your privacy i am a humble shepherd and come with sheep as you do come with swine
4: Aye, I do here sit as a pig dairy farmer. I do keep the pigs and keep among them, for I am a swinish girl, common and low, and you, sir, are the first to see me, to gaze eyes upon me in some time, such a solitary life I do live in this my woodland hermitage. Pig, it is I, the sheep,
6: if these two are to make some sort of connection in love, romance, or congress of their bodies, should we not follow their lead?
4: Cor, Blimey, I'm a pig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I we will talk to you here. Sheep, yes, let us be mirrors to
2: them. Let us begin to rut. Guys, is this play going to get sexy? Shut up, shut up. I thought the pig was going to say pork, swiney.
6: Oh, sweet porcine lover, come with me to the mud that I know you adore. Such matted dirt in my woolly fur, I mind it not. Roll with me, and we shall play, role-playing the roles of the
4: people that we see
6: before us.
4: I shall pretend to be the lady whose hands... "'Nimbly twist my teats to produce thus my my life serum from them, "'and here rolling upon me on the cushions of your matted wool, "'and you on the bristles of my barely extant fur. "'But both of us mammals, and so warm we keep one another. "'Oh, yes, yes,
5: yes, indeed!' "'Omens brought me to this glen. "'I was brought here by a messenger of the gods themselves.' And they have shown me this vision of my sheep getting pretty raw with that pig of yours. Can we not learn a lesson from the kingdom of the animals, fair maid? Jacob,
6: Jacob, Jacob, I'm just like you. Watch this.
4: Yeah. Don't you want to do it? The sheep looks at you, sir. I, a maid, have never seen a sheep that would, that would seem to talk so with its mouth and eyes both. Don't break eye contact.
5: I think it's actually talking. It is imbued, methinks, with the power of speech and speaks not only with looks but with agile tongue as well. And it asks me to make imitation of its rutting. I ask you, maid, shall we indulge in the congress of sweet love here in this sylvan glade where animals have led us to? do it like animals ourselves. You and I aren't nothing but mammals. Let's do it like they do in the newly discovered channels. And that is our intermission. We'll be moving on to act, Act... We'll be moving on to Act Three shortly, but oh, if anybody oh. has any comments, oh, questions, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. yes, yes, I have a.
4: Gentlemen, you you truly are monopolizing our Q and A's. There's a group of schoolchildren in the back, but we're going to ignore them. Yes, I I hope they are enjoying this play. <laughs> Put your hands down, youths. Uh, Speak,
0: Usador. Uh, I I want to know, uh, what kind of leather are Jacob's boots made out of in case I want to do a cosplay?
6: They're red leather, yellow leather. Red Red leather,
0: leather, yellow yellow
6: leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, leather, yellow yellow leather.
0: Red leather, yellow leather. leather, Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yellow leather, red.
2: Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes. Uh, Hi, it's me again. Chunt. You might recall me as the playwright I mentioned before.
4: Right, the one who doesn't know how to ask a question.
2: <laughs> well, as, as far... <laughs> he remembers uh, you! Chant, he remembers you! As far as I know, uh, from my time at the studio, asking a question means uh, that you brag about yourself and you try and connect yourself with the playwright and the actors um, so that it seems like you are overly familiar with them. Um, my question is for the shepherd. Um, shepherd, you had a line where you said, I do come with the
5: sheep as you do come with the pig. Was that a euphemism? Yes, indeed. A euphemism, as it were. Uh, if you, you look at Winky Silks' text, uh, there's layers. There's layers to these words. Like philo, though. Indeed. There's usually a double or sometimes a treble entendre hiding in every brace of words from the pen of Winky Silks.
4: Every play I write is a baklava of drama (laughs) and nestled within the the layers of dough are sweet nuts of of wisdom. You wouldn't believe this, but this play in its first birthing was was to be an educational play for school children about the water cycle. (laughs) And uh, that's why we brought the children here today. It's taken a turn. I'm not sure there was as much rutting in the first draft.
5: Yes, it was mostly about... uh, P- precipitation evaporation condensation
6: <laughs> but if you notice sort of the last line of act two is about the newly discovered channels mm. and that's about water coming down from the sky why, why else would that line be there if that wasn't about
4: water Right. It's a remnant. It's a remnant.
2: Oh, indeed, oh. Winky Silks, I have a question for you. It seemed like you were playing two characters in the same scene.
5: I, Could you I, tell? I,
2: yeah. I mean, they sounded very similar, but there was a fair mm. amount of like running back and forth. You kept like tossing one costume on and another one on. Um, what is your process of playing two characters at the same time?
4: Are we not all at some time in our lives playing two people at once. Mm, mm, makes you think. Makes you think. <sighs> yes, yes. Are we not on stage as ourselves, but also are we not wearing a mask as well? And so if in life I can go about with a mask that I show to the world and, and keep my true self hidden, I simply treble the process or or, or, or quint, or quadruple. Some exponent that I know not of is, is the, is the <laughs> root therein where I put on more and more masks. It's, it's quite simple, but uh, the, the main thing I do is shake up the voice a bit.
2: Oh, could you? Would you mind doing both voices for us one more time? what, what
4: the the pig and the and the pig herd? Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Cor blimey! Come hovel. here, you you rotten hog! You you messed up the welcome mat in this my hovel. Cor blimey! Look not at me oh. and shake thy finger, lady. I am thy bread and butter. Oh, are you now? I'll sell you to the first butcher that comes along. I dare you to! Oh, I'm meant for something more than a than a butcher's block. Oh. An odd on.
5: Brilliant. It's like I'm seeing and hearing double.
4: Yes, exactly. How else
0: uh, could you win a tosser, Arnie, if he doesn't toss off and on costumes so easily
4: as he does to play so many characters? I was the angel as well. <gasps> what? what? Yes, 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 yes. And I was also the cloud at the very beginning. I oh. disappear into many roles in the piece.
0: Oh, wow. Incredible.
4: Yes, the cool. important thing to realize is not everyone is who... They may seem. Oh, 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 that reminds me of another question. Oh. <laughs> y-
0: yes. Yes, yes, yes. Shut up, children. Yes, yes I want to the know. The man
5: in the center of the room pushing the children away. Yes, that's me. Aggressively. I wanted to know uh, uh,
0: who is that mysterious
2: third performer? Oh, fuck, uh, it's my time. It's my time. This is it. Scoop Booby. Uh, seance, come here. There's a mystery to solve. Yes. Look, Seance is holding down the actor, and Scoop Booby is ripping off the mask. It's,
6: no, no it's, I'm supposed to keep this on. This, this is most
5: irregular.
2: You've broken the fourth wall. It's, uh, it's time for a break.
5: <laughs> what a tense time to go
2: to break. Listeners, no matter how bored you are with these ads, you gotta stick around.
3: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now.
2: Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
1: Grill, patio, sunset? Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in.
5: Oh, burger time.
1: So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
2: I could stay here forever.
1: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
0: Damn you children,
5: out! Out, Everyone out. Everyone out. out! Everyone out! Damn no, you! No refunds! No refunds! Unmasked! I'm unmasked.
2: Do we get to stay? I never like to assume that I'm allowed to stay after the, they let people out of the theater.
4: Yes, stay, Arnie camp, Stay with your friends. I fear you've seen too
5: much. Yes.
2: Can I come back in? I got ushered out with the kids.
5: Oh, yes, sorry, sorry. Come on, come oh, on in, come oh, on, on in. For fuck's sake. Yes, oh. come back in here, you. You and your meddling cat and dog have ruined everything. <laughs> we would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for... <laughs> Well, you specifically, and Let's go those boobie. kids didn't meddle at all. Those kids were great. Uh, yeah.
0: Chunt, don't worry. The way you and your pets are dressed, if things get too hot here, you can always exit stage left.
2: Like, thanks, Usador, but like I'm so hungry. Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened. I got a little, <coughs> a little frog in my throat. Now, hear that
0: the mask has been revealed. Take your hands away from your face and reveal your true name. Ashamed I am, but you (laughs) shall know me.
6: You shall recognize me, for I am friend with you both, and all three of you indeed. It is I.
0: The carriage driver! Tom
6: Blaine Belaroth.
0: Oh, Tom Blaine!
6: You're thinking of Crefnan.
0: Yes, I was thinking of Crefnan.
6: Yes, that's just one of the many characters I've played. I was also the sheep in the play just now.
2: I can't stop thinking about Crefnan. Like, what's he up to? We haven't seen him in weeks.
6: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. All I know right now is that I've just got done playing a sheep. And how do you think it went?
0: I thought you were incredible. That's why I wanted to know who you were, so that I could follow you for the rest of your career. Much the way I've followed Michael Gunch and Winky Silks as they've grown in renowned and, and earned more awards and accolades.
6: Well, maybe I'll win a tosser for this. Oh, wait, I can't because someone interrupted the production before it was done.
4: Oh, fuck. Calm down, Tom. This was bound to happen.
5: Uh, We were risking it all by putting you on the stage in front of everybody to be seen. We should have known a full-body sheep costume couldn't hide your true
6: nature. So this is it, then? So I can't be an actor anymore if I'm going to be king? Is that what the conclusion is? Is this life? Is this any kind of life?
4: Everyone has a destiny, Tom Blaine. Everyone... And for you to remain so close to the the throne that you're destined for and to pretend to be anything but a king, why is
5: foolishness? Perhaps you've spent too long with us on this counterfeit throne, wearing this paper crown with this little crew of rags and patches, when you could mount a true throne, take up the crown of gold, and, you know, pay us back for how nice we were to you. That's
4: right, that's right. Mount the throne after spending a season mounting this pig, and then turn over to us uh, some remuneration.
6: Oh, is it all about money for you, then? I came up with money. I was a prince. I've known these things, thrones, crowns, the little stick that you hold, you know, the golden stick. (laughs) The scepter. I know these things well. I'm well acquainted with them, and let me tell you, the dreams that we paint every night on this stage are more real than those real things.
0: The crowns that we wear... I'm sorry, did I say scepter? I meant king's knob. Yes, the king's knob. Yeah, yeah, the king's knob.
6: Yes. You've got, you've got to wear a crown and hold the king's knob. Right. I just... I want you to know that this has been the most real thing for me. Watching
2: Jacob. Wait, I'm so sorry. I can't let this go. Why is it called the king's knob?
6: Because the king holds it, and everyone... has got a knob at the top. Uh Yeah, it has got a knob at the top, and he can gesture and say, you, you two, go over there. And then people say, oh, look where his knob's pointing. That's where we go. King's knob. Yeah. Any other questions, Arnie?
2: No, no, I'm sorry. I think I, I, I get it.
6: I just want to say that everyone who's not been a king or not been a prince thinks that they know what a prince's life or a king's life is like. And they think it's all candy and roses. And it's just mostly candy and roses,
4: but it's other stuff too. It's days of this. This is our entire rehearsal process hmm. was constant complaining from Tom Blaine that, that, that this was what's real and, and, and that otherwise to, to be on the throne was to, was to not be real. And, well, now you're seeing what we've been dealing with for the last
5: weeks. Uh, Yes, the real drama is backstage, as you can see.
6: (laughs) Is it so crazy to say that I would rather make love to a man dressed as a pig than sit on the throne of Northeastia?
2: Is that such a crazy thing? I was with you for a while there. Friends,
4: It's the the number of candidates for the throne have, have gone and undercut his confidence, and now he says he wants to tour with us. Well, it's... It just won't work. It just won't work. You'll be recognized anywhere we go.
2: Tom Blank, we've been looking for you for weeks and weeks. I thought I saw you get kidnapped. Yes, yes. Arnie said he saw you
0: uh, being dragged away.
5: Oh, that was just uh, one of our uh, actor's hazing rituals. <laughs> you know how it is when you join a theatrical troupe. Yes, we're all cock ticklers. Yes,
0: you all get the same tattoo. Couple of eggs up the butt.
5: Yes, we
6: can all... We <laughs> we can all immediately recognize each other with one of our specialty chants. I'm a tickler, so is he. Winky, form the
4: shape of a tree. (laughs) I am a tree. Look at what I am. Everyone
5: else, take the shape of a ham. I am a ham. Yes, it's true. And I am a tickler through and through. Now make the shape of a crow.
0: (laughs) Are we all all supposed to be doing it?
5: You are a crow. Now the rest of the
4: crows come. Take a couple eggs and right up the bum. <laughs>
6: everyone's got to do it. Everyone's I'm going to on, I'm gonna pass no, on to the got, egg part. You've got to.
2: I, mm. I, I that's can. the I already, actor's
3: I, life. I already have and eggs up that's there. What that's
6: what separates what it, a tickler from everybody else, Arnie. You think I can't do difficult things? I've done all the difficult things. I just don't want to mount the throne and be king of the northeast just because that's who my dad was. And that's, you know, what my mom did was become a queen and then have this life forced upon me. I I might as well have Trachea be the queen.
0: No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Although I have good news on that front, it's very important that you take your rightful place Uh, uh, and then think you can be king however you want to be king. Your friends, yea, perhaps they seek some remuneration, but perhaps in return they can continue to put on their plays right in your very court, and perhaps you may even participate. Even though you are king, it shall be a a fun uh, pastime for you.
5: Yes, why a state-subsidized cocktickler's troupe, where you could lodge us right in the palace. We could uh, perform whenever you wish, and you could join us whenever you like. You could
0: re-release special editions of the Knee Camp saga with a fully realized
5: Usador. Now that we would finally have the budgets to to do it like we always imagined.
2: You no, know, you can't go back and tamper with the original version of the saga. You can't, like, add in a character that wasn't there the first time. Oh, you're yeah.
4: showing your age because the new viewers who come to see it later will will only know it in the, in the form that they see it in. And the one that we fully wanted to realize. Yes, this time Shunt will shoot first.
5: Mm.
4: (laughs) But this is what we've been
2: dealing with. That's a common problem. Well, I don't want to be greedy, though. (laughs) Arnie can shoot first if he wants to. Uh, Ugh, McClunky. Michael Gunch, can I ask you a question?
5: Please do so.
2: Be honest. Tom Blaine, he's been a part of your troop for off and on for a long time. Yes. Does he. I, I hate to ask this right in front of him. Does he have it?
5: Does he have the juice? Yeah, does he got the juice? Can he do he, the thing?
2: I, Can he do the thing? Yeah, I was also curious. Like, does Tom Blaine have what it takes to go solo? Like, that sounds like a great idea, solo. Like, for him to go solo,
5: I feel like that. that's... You can't lose. That would be amazing. He could go solo. but He's been a part of us for so long, but it's clear that... He's built for something else. We are a group, but he is a part. We are a collective, and he is a rogue one. <laughs> to walk alone, apart from us. Made for something greater. He's a cocticular story, but he's not
4: really <laughs> canon.
1: Mm. And
4: you're a damn fool, Tom Blaine. You've been acting in Jacob the Weepy Shepherd for... Over a week now, and you've never thought once about what the play is really about. Jacob is a shepherd, visited by clouds and angels. He spins act two, really plowing a pig herd. (laughs) And most of act three, and half of act four. Act three is an extended, silent action sequence of further copulation.
2: Oh, it's all
4: coming clear. Yeah, they, they bring it in for the landing in act four. Damn.
2: That's where the phrase in a pig's eye comes from.
4: That's right, a pig's eye. But in the end, no matter how long he spins in a forest glade, covered in muck, with muck all over and in him, he still has to realize there's a destiny. He has to turn aside pigs and pig herdesses. He has to turn aside even being a shepherd, because in the end, well, his destiny is revealed.
6: What does this have to do with me? I'm not a shepherd. I've never had <sighs> uh, sex with uh, a pig lady. I, p- none, of this, none of this resonates with me at all.
4: It's a, it's a, it's a metaphor, and the, the veil is
5: thin, man. <laughs> the most gossamer-thin metaphor. Humble life, but born for something greater. What
6: does a metaphor have to do with gossamer? That's a material no. Yes, that's
4: what the glade is there. The glade, that the meadow, that's what the meadow's for. It's there to be the seat of the symbology that the
5: gossamer fabric is. What's the meadow for? A metaphor. For... <laughs> Achieving your destiny. Like it's I meta. said, layers, it's meta. layers. It's meta,
0: man. <laughs> They're trying to get you there, uh, Tom Blaine. They want you to be the king because they know it's your destiny. They want to help their friend. So why not accept their help? Listen to their metaphor. Listen to their thinly veiled excuse uh, of a play that is meant simply to get you on the throne and teach children about water.
6: Well, everyone wants to be the king, except for the person who's supposed to be king. Winky, you're Mm. the greatest actor I've ever known, except for Gunch. Thank you. And Gunch, you're the greatest actor I've ever known. Thank you. Why can't one of you pretend
4: to be me and take the throne? (gasps) That's that's madness. A king is not something that someone must pretend to be.
2: Although I've got to say, Gunch looks like he's thinking about it. (laughs)
5: To be... Michael. (laughs) Michael. The most incredible acting challenge of my life. I've been, I've been everyone on the boards. I won the tosser for King Scriblix. I've been Jacob, the weepy sheepherd. I've been Generalissimo Taciturn Crolex. I've been Dame Belladonna Heratrix. Oh, it's a good one. I've been Little Chip, the lovable barrel.
2: The lovable lovable bear. I'm just going to earmark that one. I want to come back and talk about that a little bit later.
6: Don't
5: forget Scram's the horse. Scram's the horse. But to actually be the king. For what is it to be a king except to claim the role? It's like you said, Silks. We all play a role. And if you step into a role, what makes it different than what anyone else does? Is there a self... Underneath all the masks? Or is it masks all the way down? Oh no, the actor's
6: paradox. Get him, get him some air. Get him uh, some
5: air. What have uh, I done? uh, What have uh, I done?
6: uh, I've
2: written him into madness. Oh wait, he fell asleep and it's clear that he's having the actor's nightmare. Uh,
5: uh, No, no script at all.
0: (laughs) Oh look, now he's chasing rabbits.
5: (laughs) Wake up,
4: Gunch, wake up. Uh, How about uh, you? uh. Uh. So would it really be that simple to simply have Gunch be Tom? Gunch becomes Tom and Tom becomes king, making Gunch the king? Could it be done?
0: But wouldn't everyone miss Michael Gunch?
5: Well, that, that is an excellent point.
4: Well, I guess it
5: wouldn't be impossible for
4: me to... Cor, blimey, I'm Michael Gunch, here to perform the role of Jacob, the Addy, weeby there's two of them. My God, it's uncanny,
2: man. <laughs> but, 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 look, so far, this clearly is a perfect plan. But then, who would be Winky Silks?
4: Cor, blimey, here I am as a pig and a sheep and a pig herd and Gunch and Winky and... <sighs> Oh no. oh, no. He's
5: having it. He's, he's no, lost. it's too much for him. It's too much for him. He's caught oh, in the actor's nightmare. Oh. The loop. Oh The loop into which we all must fall. Wait, 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 wait! Come, Come on. on now, Silks. Ah, ah, Come on. I can't do it. I can't do it.
6: No. I see now what I've put my friends through. And my family. And everyone. I just keep running away, don't I? Yes? I guess it's time for me to do the one thing I haven't done yet. Why don't you hide me in this barrel and take me out of town?
4: What? Because if I'm in Tom a barrel, Lane. maybe if we just performed Act 5, maybe that would cement it for him. <laughs> With everything really laid out on the table.
2: I mean, it's worth a shot. Guys, let's yeah. sit back down. Let's sit back down.
4: All right, let's get the school children back in.
6: Bring right, them kids, back. get
0: back in here. Get back in oh. here.
6: All right, kids, so... Really, all you missed was two and a half acts of pig sex. Put your candy down. And there was a lot of sex between the pig and the sheep. And then um, those two had it off. And then uh, everyone sort of, there was just everyone in the mud sort of having it off. And you would have learned a lot, but um, now we've sort of emerged from that postcoital.
2: Look at their faces. Those kids are so disappointed. Shh, quiet, stop, stop. Hear me some muscle. Blimey!
5: Refractory reverie has ended. <laughs> One more time from
4: the top, the top of Act Five. That that, bli- that, that blimey was just me. I, I'm excited about today. <laughs> Take it away,
5: Gunch. The refractory and all.
1: My words, my words.
5: Your blessed words, Silks. Refractory reverie has ended, and now I see, through unclouded eyes, what the cloud foretold. A love, a bride, found here in a glade. What I humbly had alone, I shall double with thee. And if we go off together, with our animals in tow, there is no limit to what we can achieve. By keeping myself humble, I have been living a lie. Running with hasty steps from the truth I always knew. That I had to take up the responsibility that I was born for. Blimey.
4: Aye, you are not simply Jacob the Weepy Shepherd. No, instead, you'll be a great inventor. That's your destiny. Yep. Yep. You cannot run away from it. And I've not been a pig herd this whole time. I'm T'Zazel,
5: the angel here to... It. <laughs> He's crying. Weep not from your many eyes, T'Zazel. Let us set aside the theological questions that this opens up.
0: <laughs> Why are they kicking that blue sack this whole time?
5: <laughs> ah,
4: Away with this rice-infested trap of a sack. This is this a thing symbol... thing sucks. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> this thing really blows. It really could be just, just thrown away. Wouldn't have to use it ever again.
6: Yes, and I, but the humble sheep, am here to say that I support you becoming exactly what you need to be. It's almost like I, a friend to you, have written these words for you to say them yourself, so that one time you might realize what this is about. It's time for you to become who you were destined to be. Honestly, I'm not getting this. Keep up, just keep. keep, keep we're almost done. Yes, we're almost done. It's time for you to hear what your friends are saying. Become the inventor. Become
5: the inventor. And an inventor I shall become. With you by my side, and these animals as well. I shall invent, well, some sort of apparatus to make what we just did easier to perform.
6: (laughs) And hey, when you become successful as an inventor, it sure wouldn't hurt to pay your friends back.
5: Oh, of course not. I won't forget my friends when I get big. I'll make sure that they're well, well remunerated for how much they aided me on my journey. Why, I couldn't have done any of it without them. In fact, when you reflect upon it, you'll
6: realize most of it is owed to your two closest friends. And those are the ones that you should pay handsomely.
4: And now the rain returns. The cloud comes back together in the sky to cover the sun and take its light from off the stage. We hope you've learned from this that whether an inventor or whether the king of the Northwest, everyone has a destiny. Yours, child might be to be a scientist, or yours child a teacher.
2: He pointed to the same child.
4: (laughs) This has been a simpler story for this cloud. This has simply been the tale of Jacob, the inventor of the sex swing. Ooh,
5: wow. Yes, oh. excellent. Wonderful. incredible, Wonderful. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh. It's oh. so
2: clear, the message of that play, that inventors are more important than shepherds.
0: Oh, that cloud condensing at the end of the play was not the only condensation in the audience, for my eyes are filled with tears. Also, you pissed yourself. I pissed myself a little bit,
2: and you're doing a handstand. So yeah, look, Tom Blaine, can't you see the, the play that Winky Silks wrote? It's a metaphor. When he says the king of the northwest, it's a metaphor for the northeast.
6: That's literally the opposite. So I don't well, get, and I'm I think not the opposite would be the
0: south. Well, the southwest, right?
4: That would be the opposite. No, it's Kitty opposite. (sighs) This is impossible. Well, I'll tell you this, Tom Blaine. You don't have to be the king, but you can't be with us anymore.
5: (gasps) What? No, 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 but the run isn't over. I've got to tell you the truth, Tom Blaine. Do you have the juice? Can you do the thing? You can. (laughs) But you have juice for something far, far greater. You cannot stay here. Here is a stage. There is a wall. There is a tickler who's bound to fall. Make the form of a door and walk out. Do it.
6: But if a tickler bids me to take a form, then I must take it. And yet, who is a
5: man to taste my juice and tell me what flavor it is? Now is not the time for tasting juices. Now is the time for you to take hold of the king's knob. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Good friends, I have heard
6: you loud and clear. It's time for me to take the king's knob and treat it well. Here is a tickler rising from the floor. Here is a tickler who's made himself a door. Here is a kingdom desperately open. And here is a door that now stands open.
5: Damn it, the kid's got it. I'm gonna miss him. Hey, one of those school children is waving his fist at me. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing the old twister.
1: (laughs) Who raised you? Oh, that's the rudest. Everyone's a critic.
2: Oh, now that I see it, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's, that's bad. Well, to be fair, Winky told him to be a science teacher. Very well.
0: I understand to allow Tom Blaine to say face that you need someone to take his place in the company. And I shall make the sacrifice and join the Cockticklers if you need someone
4: to take his place. Look, I mean, really, I, I don't think that's necessary. We, really, no. Usador, you're, you're
5: so good at whatever it is that you do. Oh, and thank you, frankly, we, we don't need a Usador because we already oh. have a blue bag of rice we Ah. got a
2: rice bag man all right well offer stands if you change your mind hey guys uh thanks so much i'll be right i'll be right back i'm I'm gonna run after tom and see if he's doing all right tom tom blaine tom blaine buddy how you how you doing you look you look a little down
6: well i've been shown my destiny arnie
2: i know i know it's tough
6: i didn't want to be born a king and I'm sure you didn't want to be born the way you are.
2: I wasn't born like this.
6: Well, you know what I mean. You come into a world that's not yours. There's a strange thing inside your head. You don't know what it's for. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like a metaphor, don't you think?
2: I don't see it, but...
6: Oh, it's very obvious.
2: Tom Blaine, you know, everyone eventually has to come to a part where they set aside their dream of being involved in the arts and just dedicate themselves to doing the thing that their parents wanted them to do. It's okay.
6: Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that is sort of the moral of this. Yeah. Arnie, do you wish that you were back on Earth?
2: I do. And in a way, I am. Wait, what? In my mind.
6: So you're saying I can just have the life that I want in my mind, while also doing the thing that I'm supposed to do in real life? Like when the lights go out and everybody else is asleep, I can be
0: busy cock-tickling?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do it on the
0: weekends. Arnie! Tumbling! The children have turned on us! Return, please! We need your help!
6: <laughs> well, it looks like a bunch of kids are beating the shit out of our friends. Yeah. I'm glad we had this talk. Me too. How is that thing in your head, by the way?
2: I don't know. probably will kill me. I have no idea the Dark Lord really wants it here's the thing Tom Blaine I'm a little biased I want you to be king because this is like one of the few safe places left in Foon and if Northeastia destabilizes the Dark Lord's gonna get me and rip this thing out of my brain
6: yeah I think if we've learned anything about me it's that I'm the person that you want defending your life oh, standing yeah. between you and the Dark Lord
2: either that or Scrumblebum
6: is he, is he still in the mix
2: yeah, I mean he's a two-year-old baby, but I don't know. Could happen.
6: We better get to the back
2: cave. Oh, yeah, about that. We'll talk about it later.
5: Unhand me, you little devils! <laughs>
1: You've been listening to a group of fictional characters visit a fake location to see made-up people play different made-up people who dive right into a ton of bestiality. This is what happens when you take away live theater for a year. Use it or the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Refai. The Cockticklers, Winky Silks, and Michael Gunch were played by special guests Joey Bland and Ross Bryant. If you enjoyed the long minutes of waiting for them to finally land the complicated bit of genitalia-based wordplay they'd been chasing, imagine doing that alongside them on stage. Joey and Ross both perform with the Improvised Shakespeare Company. Find Ross on Instagram at RossBB find Joey at one of his many appearances at local libraries. Volunteering select quotes and observations from each and every book as it's checked out. What a treasure. Prince Tomblaine Belleroth was played by Steve Waltine. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Artie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Earwolf producer Kimmy Lucas. This episode edited by Chris Rathjen. Special assistance provided by Ryan DeGiorgi. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. If we players have offended, think but this, and all is mended. Whether shepherd or king your job, seize your destiny.